This is the world of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos. All right, everyone, sit back, relax, and crank up your volume to the highest level because it's now time for the World of Row podcast. Woo! It's been two months, guys. Two whole months since I've said that. I hope that you all are doing well. Sit back and relax and crank up your volume because it's now time for the podcast. Jesus, it's been such a long time. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Um, this podcast is available to you. Well, it used to be available to you every single Friday. I'm getting back into the groove. Uh, to put an episode out for you every single Friday on iTunes, actually Apple Podcasts, that's the right word, Google Play, I think Stitcher Radio, any podcasting app you use for Android, iPhone, whatever you prefer, there's a great way that you can help out my podcast, and one of those, that way is going to iTunes and writing a review on iTunes, uh, rate, review, and subscribe, please, and Make sure you, you go and share it, you know, maybe text it or like a Snapchat or maybe do one of those things. If you have an iPhone, you can copy a link and then send it to your friends and say, hey, check out this podcast. This is my buddy Roel or this guy Roel. He's really cool. He's awesome. Um, give him a listen. He's hilarious. He's mindful. He's thoughtful. He's a loving husband. He's a father of two, father of two kids. He's he's everything. He's everything a, a good guy. He's a great guy. Listen to him. He comes from the heart. That would be great if you could do that. Um, I know that that's way too much to ask, but I would I would really appreciate it, guys. Okay, where do I begin? Oh man, there's so much to talk about. There's so much to say. Um, well, let's start off with the obvious, right? I've been off for two months because my son was born. My son was born on May thirtieth, twenty seventeen. Uh, so Memorial Day weekend, guys, we're, we're hanging out, we're having a good time, where I think we were at the pool at the place we stay at, and uh, uh, we're, we're having a good time, and then the next day we're still doing family stuff, me and my wife and Amelia and my daughter, and then that sun Monday night rolls around. My wife's getting ready. to, She's prepping for her next day at work. She's getting her clothes ready. She's doing all that stuff, and then out of nowhere, she's just like, my water broke, and I was like, Oh shit. Really? Like, you know, it's just it just kicked in like, oh dang, again. Here we go. So, we were both really nervous and kind of like unexpected because he came 3 weeks early. He came 3 weeks early, so we were just kind of like, oh crap, you know, and so but we were there packing. We weren't we hadn't even packed yet to go to the hospital, and we were kind of trying to get everything together. My daughter mind you, is running around hysterical, excited because we're going somewhere. She thinks we're going, she says we're going bye-bye, in which we did go bye-bye, but little did we know, little did she know that her she was going to be a big sister by the time, you know, 24 hours later. And my son was born at 7.30, 3 a.m. the next day. And, you know, everything went really well. You know, the I mean, it, went, it came by fast. Like, they, a lot of the nurses and doctors kept telling us, hey, it's going to happen a lot faster this time around. And we kind of just, like, nodded our heads, like, okay, yeah, sure. And, and to be told, it did. It went by extremely fast. And it was just like, wow. It was surreal because now you're like, hey, I'm a father of two. I'm a mother of two or, or you know, whatever. You know, we have two kids and now we have a 
extra mouth, another mouth to feed, and we kind of have to be on our game. And and it, it was it was very exciting. It was it was the most exciting time. I mean, having seen your kids born is the, one of the most amazing things. And we were both thrilled and excited to see him. And he's gonna he's six weeks old now, so <clears throat> he'll be two months in on the thirtieth of July, which is next week. It's crazy that how it just kind of just it just blew by everything just kind of happened so fast and time's going by so fast and we, we've been doing well you know I, I kind of touched up on it on the last episode and Nick had had this idea of putting uh, snippets from episodes one through 75 or 74 out and he did one through 40 I believe is what it was or 41 and unfortunately we can't do the rest of them, but what I can tell you is, I mean, we'll get into that in a second, but going back to the, the family thing, it was just, whoo, man, you know, uh, seeing my son was, was just amazing. You know, you, you, you feel blessed to have one, you feel really, really blessed to have two. And you just kind of hope like, you know, I, I hope my kids get along and I hope my, they love each other and everything like that. And, and, uh, you know, my daughter had a little bit of a breakdown or a nervous, a mental breakdown because she, she had to understand this whole mindset of having a, a little sibling, but you know, now she loves him. You know, my, my daughter loves him unconditionally. She kisses him. She hugs him. She helps us with him, which is awesome. And that was a big concern for us because man, having a daughter, that whole saying, daddy's little girl, she's got, got you wrapped around her finger. Oh my gosh. That is 100% true. Uh, for me anyway. And I know for my father, it was the same way for his oldest, my older sister. It was like, she kind of had him by the, by the finger and she knew what to, to how to ask for certain things. And I know that when that time comes, Amelia is going to be able to, um, uh, finagle her way. <laughs> but you know, just, it was it was just amazing amazing and spending time you know I, I took a month off from work and I spent time with my family I got got acquainted with my son helped my wife wherever I could tried to give my daughter attention and help out where I could and it was really good going back to work felt strange at first but I've been back now almost a month and and I'm trying to, I'm getting back into the rhythm. It took me at least three or four days to realize that, Hey, I got to go to work. Hey, I'm back at work and it's, it's there now. And I'm now it's kind of like, okay, when I get to work, I got to turn it on work mode and try to make money and do these things to try to help my family. And, and you always, you, and I think that's the mindset for everybody who's parents when they work and they have the ability to control their, their team, their family, their team, their family's being. And and when you're at work, you got to have that mentality. And I think that that's that's definitely definitely something that I that I've tried to turn on and get really focused. And you know, it, it just you know, work is work, guys. Is what I'm trying to say. Political stuff, whatever kind of stuff. I mean, we all have to deal with it. It's a grind. I get it. But you know, you definitely have to turn it on. And I think that's where I'm trying to get at now. I now I feel like I'm at a good pace with that. The work life balance is very challenging. The work life podcast social balance is very challenging as you guys can tell you all haven't heard from me in a couple of months just really trying to figure everything out and I think the time away was good for me I was a little bit exhausted 
I was a little burnt out. I started to not enjoy certain things about it, like having to do, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to put it out tonight. Oh, man, I got to do this tonight. And now it's just like, oh, man, like time, time, time. I can't even explain to you all how important time is, especially when you have two kids and you're trying to balance out the work-life stuff, family time. And I was getting to that point, and that's before my son was even here. I mean, I was... I was working a little bit. My daughter, we had our, I mean, my daughter was still, you know, my daughter's been around, right? But I mean, we just had our daughter and I just felt like I wasn't into it. And that's bad, right? That's a really bad thing. And I started to get repeat guests and that was like something I didn't want to do. You know, I mean, it's good to have these people on. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are really good. But if you've heard them before, the less likelihood of you wanting to listen to them again is probably not something you want to do. And maybe, you know, some of those results showed that nobody really cared particularly for certain episodes. And that was kind of uh, uh, sad and, and almost not depressing, but disappointing because it made me feel like, well, did I already max my capacity? Have I reached my glass ceiling with the podcast? And maybe I need to take a break. And I and that thought was going around, going through my mind. And I, I, I had actually said that when my son was born, I was still going to put out shows and when my son was born, I came to the conclusion, you know what? Two weeks is good. I'll take a two-week break. And that was the initial idea, two weeks. And Nick came to me. and when, Actually, Nick had released his um, 100th episode for his Epic Film Guys podcast. And I told him, I love the way you did that. He's like, you know what? I wanted to do something similar for you on episode 50, but just time, you know, we couldn't get together. I said, yeah, I know. I remember that. And, you know, about the time thing. And he said, I'll do it for you. So he said, all right. He put 41 episodes together. And he said, I can finish the rest. And, you know, he's bu- he's a busy guy. We're all doing this on our own time and our- on our own dime. And I told him, look, don't I, – I, I mean, we just kind of – he couldn't get to it. And I said, I understand. I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to stress it. And I'm just under the, the thing – under the assumption, like, look, hey, if you can't get to it, that's okay, Nick. I mean, if I haven't really told him that yet. So, Nick, if you're listening to this, it's totally fine, man. You've done more than you should have for me. And I really, really appreciate it. The so I guess let's reflect real quick on those last episodes. So from forty-one to seventy-four, uh, I don't know which guests they were in particular order. I really felt, you know, from episode forty-five on, or actually the episode where, with Daniela and uh, y'all have heard, you already heard that one, and that was in the previous episode. I felt right at that particular point, I started to hit my stride and finding my voice and finding where I was going finding what I wanted to do and how I wanted to approach it because it it was really it was it was a few episodes before that where I had a podcast with Mandy Osipenko I think I'm saying that right from Little Geek Lost and the podcast and she's part of Team Fetch and you know with me Fear Her and Sean Iams we're kind of like a little contingency or group of of friends podcasters that we talk and we laugh we we DM each other on this little in our Facebook message chat thing and it's really cool because you find you're talking to people but anyway in that episode when when I did with her and then I did her podcast I said this is the way I got to do things and I think I've told her this so I started to take that approach and when I did that one with Daniela it was really like huh this is the way it should be because we're both relaxed we're both having fun because I did do a podcast with Daniela way, way 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 back maybe like so that episode was like in August of last year or yeah, mid to, mid-August last year, I had actually done a podcast with her back in May 
of la- of 2016, and it was atrocious. It was bad, and she knows it was bad. And we both talked about it. And we kind of giggled about it. We couldn't find a good conversation. I think we were both preoccupied with other things on our mind. I think that was right around the time Amelia was going to have her little belly button operation or her little, she had an umbilical hernia or whatever. And, you know, I don't have to go into all that detail, but it was around that time. And I was just like, okay, we need to redo this. And I emailed her or I texted her. I said, hey, or, you know, I, t- I DM'd her on Twitter. I said, we got to do this again. And she's like, yeah, okay. So we finally, anyway, I found my rhythm there. And I think each episode after that, I felt really good, you know, um, Episode 45 was the pod fest, and then episode 40, 48, I think I had IMs on individually, and we talked, and that one was a great podcast. I think we were both kind of under the influence, and we were both kind of having a little bit of alcoholic beverages, and that always adds to it. You know, we uh, I put a little snippet at the end of that episode where he was making fun of my podcast or making fun of the way he says my name, and... Um, yeah, I thought that was really good. That was a really good one, and I just, and then I go back to the episodes like uh, Chris Mata was came over to my house, and we did a two part podcast. Uh, Steve Trevino, that was probably like my biggest get, and uh, at least him and Chris, uh, Chris Mata, John Stringer, and, and and Steve, I had them all within like a month of each other at the same time. Those were great episodes. Uh, because they're all comedians and it was cool to hear their story and I'm still friends with John and I mean I'm friends with all of them on Facebook and seeing you know Steve and John with their and I think and Chris too with with their their bookings and everything they're really hustling they're going after it and I just talked to John today and he's actually performing in Alice of my hometown at Happy Days shout out to Happy Days Uh, I've never been there but that's cool you got John going out there and I it was nice to talk to them and and to kind of hear a real comedian's take on on the grind and everything like that and then as we as we got into we progressed we did the one year anniversary i talked to um uh, ricardo lerdo was on the podcast uh chuck my co-host from pick and roll was on the podcast uh, uh, sam slade was on the show again we did a nice little 45 minute conversation he came over to my place and we we had a good podcast. It, they, they were all just fun. I felt really loose, and that was like kind of the approach I was taking. Now, sometimes there's moments where I was really nervous, and Steve, I think I was really nervous with Steve for a little bit, especially when I brought up the Mencia stuff because that stuff, I mean, that was hashed out like five years, four years ago at the time, and I didn't want to like bring it up all the time to him, and I know that he hear, he had to talk about it quite a bit just because he was a writer for, for Mencia and the joke stealing thing was a big deal. He was on Marin's podcast, but it was cool to talk to him because he was from the area. He's from the area that that I'm from. He's from Gregory, Portland, which is 50 miles away. I mean, you can't go wrong with that, you know. And and I guess you know what? Let's let's talk. I can talk about this. There were some guests that I had I had booked and tried to schedule, and we had some conflicts and or had some technical issues. So I had. Uh, I had done a podcast with Connor Falk. He's from the What the Falk Show. Play on his last name. That, that I had done two podcasts with him. One because of the file lost, file got lost, and then the second time it happened again. My computer was freezing at the time, and we had done a really good one. He was quite entertaining. He's funny. He he loves sports and movies, so we talked a lot about movies and everything like that. And I had a lot of fun with him on that podcast. And sad that it got lost and. 
uh, James Schumacher, who I'm still keeping in touch with, trying to get on the podcast. And we had actually done one, like a two-hour one, and then the file got trashed. And it was just like, damn it. And that was like a year ago. And he was, and we were actually talking, and he was saying, hey, we got to do that podcast again. I said, yeah, yeah, you're right. We need to do it. Let's get it done. And unfortunately, it didn't happen. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. Uh, Slammerkin, uh, uh, the band out of Canada, a two-girl band out of Canada I was supposed to have on, and we've had some scheduling issues with that. Um, and I had actually reached out to get a really good guest, a big guest, and I, it was already like, I mean, so back in April, March it was supposed to happen, got delayed to April, didn't happen. So around the time that I went to South by Southwest, it should have happened that week back in March but it it didn't unfortunately just because of scheduling and then it was supposed to happen in April and then it got delayed till May and then now we're just not it's not going to happen and that was supposed to be W. Kamau Bell and if you guys are into comedy and you're into uh, the the show United Shades of America on CNN that's his show I was that guy that hosts that show he was supposed to be on my podcast and I was really, really disappointed that I couldn't get him on the show and we couldn't figure out a time. Who knows? Maybe over time we'll be able to figure that out. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. So now, um, going forward uh, with the, I mean, that, that's kind of like the way it was with the podcast, I guess. I mean, my dad came on and we did another two-parter. That one was fun. And I had Clint and Fear on the podcast, Jason Kyle. I mean, there's just so many of them. You, you guys, if you can, go back and listen to it again. If, listen to all of them. They're, they're actually a lot of fun. They're hilarious. Some conversations you might find to be uh, intriguing, uh, maybe boring. I don't know. If they're boring, let me know if they're boring. I mean, I wouldn't want you to listen to something that's boring. But the break gave me a chance to re- decompress figure something out, figure everything out. I moved my podcast over to Acast, which has which is the hosting for Pick and Row. It was a good opportunity. I felt like at the time when I wanted to move it to Acast, I didn't want to pay for hosting, obviously. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, to, if anybody from Acast is listening to this, I was totally kidding. Um, I wanted more exposure to the podcast and being independent, which I am, I, it's nice to have my own feed and to supply all of that and do it all on my own. But if I can get somebody behind me to help the podcast, that that'd be great too. And that's where Acast came in, comes in, and I had already had a working relationship with them just because of Caitlin, who's been on the podcast as well, uh, and Ben, who no longer works for Acast. But they were the two people that I knew from Acast, and actually I met them in person back in March, and that was cool. But I just wanted to try to get. <clears throat> some more eyeballs and more press on the show to kind of help drive the show and help grow the show and things like that. And I, I just hope that it, it, it's a good thing. We'll see what happens. You know, I, I really, to be quite honest with you, I seriously thought of just ending the show and just sticking to pick and row and running the ropes. And I think Jeff jokingly said from uh, heel face was like, no, you can't do that because then there's what are people going to do with their bombas? And I'm like, dude, nobody bit on those links. I mean, <laughs> if anybody did, it was probably me, and I, I bought my socks. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he kind of said, "No, you can't do that, man. I don't, you know, I don't want you to quit your show." And I was, it's just, it wasn't just that. It, it was just like, well, what am I going? Do I rebrand the show? Do I approach it differently? What am I going to do? What, do I change the topic of conversation? Do I do away with guests? I mean, this is World of Road. Do I give more insight on my life? 
Do I spend more time focusing on world events? I mean, I don't want to be another one of those podcasts, but one of the things that I realized was maybe I should do a podcast where I'm focusing more on me. So you'll see more episodes of me just talking, bringing up things that's kind of in my wheelhouse and stuff that that's reflect like a not re, not affecting me but kind of in you know something that's in, entrenched in my uh, not my DNA but just in my mind or it's a I, I guess it is affecting me um you know just I, I don't know just just so many things and it, it, it it's it, I'm as I was doing this I mean I this is today's Wednesday night I'm I'm driving home I'm doing the huge I had been saying I'm going to do a new episode, you know, um, on Monday. I'm going to record it on Monday. I'm going to when I'm driving home, or if I have a free time at home, I'll I'll, I'll do it. But I never did it. I just like I was afraid to pick up the microphone, or maybe I wasn't motivated to pick up the microphone. But today, just felt like I need. I felt like I needed to do this. So when I picked it up and when I did the intro, I was like, "Wow, this feels." You know, thinking to myself, it feels really good, and I mean, it felt really good to do that, and. And taking time away is never fun. And, you know, Fear had actually said, Ro, Ro, where's episode 76? When's it coming out? I mean, what's going on? You know, and it was just like, hey, you know, I'm still trying to figure shit out. I'm trying to figure everything out. I mean, do I, how do I figure out my time and how do I figure out everything? And and he was like, okay, well, no, no rush, man. I understand. He's got two kids, but his kids are older than mine. And, and we were just i was just like i gotta get back into it because this was my like my my thing i felt like this was like ricardo said it was like my calling it's something that i enjoy doing at the same time you have to remember that and and you know one of those things uh during my break was that i realized that hey look i'm not a big name i'm not a big podcast i'm not a big celebrity i'm i'm just me you know the demand for me not putting out a show was kind of quiet. I mean, I had I had some people ask that was nice, but I was just like, it, I'm not getting paid to do this, and that was one of the reasons I was just like, you know what? Maybe I should stop. Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe I'm wasting my time. Maybe maybe people don't like it. But at the but at the same time, I found it to be very cathartic for me. I found it to be kind of like my creative outlet. You know, like I've said before, I I wasn't one of the those creative most creative people growing up, even in high school. But this is creative in so many ways. I I mean, I've already beat that with a with the dead horror. I mean, what's that? How's that thing go? I beat I beat that. I just I I've I I've, I've made that. I put that home. I mean, that that's registered with everybody by now. I just um, it's it's something that I enjoy doing, but not gonna lie. Scared to pick up the microphone because I didn't know what I was going to say or how I was going to go about doing it. And here I am. I've gone 23 minutes without even, uh, you know, re- rehearsing or anything and picking up topics. I mean, I can only say, like, I've watched a lot of shows. Uh, I've, I'm have i all caught up on, on walking. Well, we, I've said that already. We, we, we're, all caught, we're all caught up on Gotham. That's a, that's a great TV show. We're caught up on that. We're caught up on, um, I'm caught up on Luke Cage. You know, I'm catching up, I'm rewatching episodes of Ballers because that show's coming out. I mean, I, I, and I'm not going to lie. I tried watching Game of Thrones and, and I'm having trouble getting into it. Maybe I need to go back and watch it again. I know there's a lot of, I have a lot of friends out there that love Game of Thrones. Kevin Dath being one of them and my friend Anthony being another one. 
I know you guys were all fired up about the show starting on this past Sunday. I just haven't been able to, you know, really get into the show. So I'm kind of hoping maybe if I watch it again, give it a second or third chance that I that I already gave, you know, another chance. Hopefully it's it's worth uh, worth my time, and I hope I enjoy it. But uh, you know, I, I watched this documentary about Dr. Dre, The Defiant Ones, uh, on on HBO. That one was really good. It's hard to believe that that guy came from nothing, and he's now he's like a freaking gazillionaire. You know, he's made so much money. He's He's got a presence in the music industry. He owns, he's, you know, he's works with Apple. I mean, this, what a presence, you know? I mean, I, I just can't even fathom, can't put the words together for that. You know, and then, of course, some of the things that, you know, not, I'm not going to get into political stuff because we already know where, where I feel about that. But, I mean, just like the whole Colin Kaepernick thing that still bothers me is that this guy who is a civil rights activist and he can't get a job because because he's he's speaking his mind and that just i don't know that just doesn't go go well for me but we can always talk about that later so guys i'm glad that you all are good i'm glad that you all are listening if you are i'm happy to be back i hope that next week i put out something really good for you and who knows in a couple of weeks i'll have a guest and um as always, guys, uh, take the time to write a review on, on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Acast if you have Android. Um, social media, guys, Twitter and Instagram at RoelSompless Jr. You can email me at RoelSJRGmail.com. You can drop a line. Tell me what you think. If you want to be a guest, you can reach out to me in those outlets. And uh, Facebook.com slash World of Rose, the World of Rose Facebook page. I would really appreciate it if you guys want to give it a give it a go. Check it out. Give it a like. All right, guys, well, you've been listening to Wall the Row. I'm happy to be back, and I'm happy to be in your ears. And uh, stay tuned as the Wall of the Row turns. Have a great one, guys.